It's time for Larry No Spots. My guests tonight from Red Oak, Iowa. Marcus the Mad Dog Haugen! The call! And from uh, the screen painting, Micah the Mad Dog Sherman! <laughs> and I'm your host, Larry! is here and we've got some crazy audience members joining the zoom with their own wacky wacky videos there's an alien skipping rope there's a dj there's some guy monitoring alien life and what are you from toy story what do you know but that's okay because everyone is a b-ball fan today uh Let's start with last night's games, huh? Guys all watch that. We had, we had, let's see. So the first game was Utah Jazz versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Zion only played 15 minutes, but if you saw it in the first half, uh, Brandon Ingram looked great. And Brandon Ingram is getting a max contract this offseason. Uh, unfortunately, um... For New Orleans, they could only play Zion for uh, about 15 minutes, and that probably could have been the difference in the game. But, oh well, they're doing well. I can't take all these video guests. Yeah, also, I don't know if you're following the chat, but it turns out you have been hacked for Anonymous. Oh, sweet. All right, well, you know what? Well, uh, Anonymous can, you know, can, can learn a thing or two about the NBA. I guess that'll teach me for posting a Zoom. Like, ooh, we got a oh naughty woman dancing in her bath in her bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's that lady who sold the gamer boys bathwater. <laughs> what? Do you not know this? That lady in that video, she like was selling bathwater online. Okay. Like bath. Oh, her, like, like used bathwater. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, um. That's a shame on you for buying bathwater because that's disgusting. Hey, I, I, who? So I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> who uh, are there? Any human beings on this? Are uh, there any human beings, or, or is ones, it all? Uh, it's videos got all of the... uh, like Russian concentration camps and yeah, I cartoons think it's... of people dancing. <laughs> I think it's all Russian bots. Uh, yeah. Presenting cartoons and 
concentration camps and what happens. Is this you. what happens when you post a Zoom link on Twitter? Is this yeah. where all these people come from? I mean, that's what happened. I posted it on Twitter, and there must be some scrapers that are like looking for any Zoom links, and they join. This is wild. I've never experienced any, anything like this. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. I did not expect it to go this well. I didn't know I had so many fans out there. Micah, are you posting this DJ video, or has someone changed their name to also be Micah S? Is that what oh, happened? Let me, oh, yeah. let me take a look here. What's the DJ video? Oh, someone also named Micah S was posting a DJ video. Mm. Uh, oh, sure. It's now a J. Yeah. And I think oh. they've left. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I really have no... This doesn't seem... <laughs> I, I'm not... I'm not. Is this is this your live stream? Is this what's happening? Yeah, this is the live stream. Uh, yeah. this, is this your first time doing this? This is fucking crazy. I know. <laughs> like, this is the first time. Uh, yeah, unmute Grant. Yeah. yeah, Grant, are you muted? Asked to unmute. Okay. Yeah, you, I think you're. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Cool. Larry, I don't know if you've been following the chat, but George Becker does want you to give him your penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might just have to do that. You'll have to stay tuned, George. <laughs> uh yeah you gotta listen to the end all right um how do ugh. can i i could lock this i thought I it was a bit i thought it was a bit you know what i thought it was a bit too um this is live tv uh there's a way there's to... only there's only five humans here right there's only five humans yeah okay. to the top five. Oh, okay okay great now uh okay so what, what now? This, this now, was a mistake. Yeah, this is a mistake. <laughs> we have to concentrate somehow. Uh, LA. Can you can you turn the chat off? Is there a, is there is there a way to turn the chat off? <laughs> All right. I mean, oh, my God. Yes, Let me manage these participants. All right. Okay, I'm right. I'm muting the chat for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get rid of that window. Uh, let's mm. remove. Goodness gracious, that was that was a lot of give me your penis right after the uh, right after the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> all right, let's talk NBA basketball. Yeah, all right, penis. NBA basketball. In the meantime, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, I, I can't concentrate. I mean, this are we is safe? Like, is our shit being hacked right now? Yeah. So uh, my computer is hacked. Uh, <laughs> Right, it's foreign, foreign anonymous too. It's been for, hacked for anonymous, not, for an, not by anonymous. Not by anonymous. I'm going to. Oh man, we lost long. Viva Madrid. <laughs> you have locked the meeting. No one else could join. All right. Well, that I mean, for next time, I'll have to uh, figure something else out. Which, um, that was that was really really something else. It really was. Man. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, before. who makes these bots just to go to random zooms and show videos of day? Like, there's no money in that. I don't think. <laughs> there, there might be. There might be data mining of some kind. Yeah. 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 Probably from my computer. That's what happens when you're uh, everybody's leaving now. All the bots are leaving. No, I'm, ki like, I'm huh. kicking them all. Yeah, that didn't work out. Oh well. <laughs> and two more to remove. Oh, are you removing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, great. There's a bot so. named Zoom. Well, Zoom can stay. All right. Sports. We're back. Hey, un, un, just 
just out of interest, would you unmute Zoom and just see what's happening on the other end of that? Yeah. I just asked Zoom to unmute. Um, nothing's happening. I, I, I bet bots don't know how to do that themselves. Yeah, I bet bots don't know how to get notified that they've been let in the meeting. I don't know. Just tried removing Zoom, but nothing. Remove. Okay. All right. Maybe Zoom is just the name, the name of the game, because it's like, like maybe an auto Michigan. something. Oh, there goes Zoom. There All right. Goes. Nice. Okay. I'm gonna start over. <laughs> it's time for Larry Nose. We got John Blue, oops. We got Marcus the Mad Dog Haugen. We got Grant the G-Man Harris and Michael the Mad Dog Sherman. Woo! And I'm Larry the Athlete. Bang! All right. Basketball last night. Utah Jazz by two points. Rudy Gobert with two free throws. In the end, redeeming himself against New Orleans Pelicans. So let's start with the eighth seed in the West, because that's really the only, well, there's lots of seeding going on, but that's the one, like, race to the playoffs that really matters. Um, I mean, every game counts, so New Orleans really kind of, they missed one. And when you're in a game that close, yeah. you, you got to win it. And I want to start, uh, Marcus, you're a Sacramento Kings fan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Watching this, are you? Do you care about the Sacramento Kings? Do you do you want to see them make the playoffs? I mean, this season is so weird anyway that it's like, yeah, sure, why not? What does it harm? The draft is going to be weird. Uh, yeah, let's have some more Kings games. I think probably whoever they end up playing in the playoffs, if they get there, will kick the shit out of them. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's have some more games. Let's have some fun. Yeah. You know, I thought I thought that the games would be would feel like preseason games, but mm. man, they were pretty intense right from the get-go. I was into yeah. it. They were a little sloppy though, to yeah. be fair. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably just natural rust. The natural rust. Uh yeah, LeBron, uh he wasn't he wasn't scoring much, but he still played great and looked like LeBron, LeBron we know. Um, okay, so uh, Micah, did are you? I can't remember. Did you pick New Orleans to get the eighth seed or to make it into that play-in game? Or were you? If I'm, I mean, I, I was hopeful that they would. Yeah. Um, it, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, I don't think New Orleans is expecting to do anything. Um, so it's actually kind of, uh, it's probably best to see Utah win that game uh, last night because they could actually make a push for it. Yeah. I mean, Utah, of course, without uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, but they still yeah. looked good. Conley had his best game in a long time. Been a while. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that dude's going to figure it out again and come through. He's a great player. He really is. Um, is it, you know, it's interesting. Um, there's a lot of uh, talk of drama between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and how he gave him COVID or whatever and how, you know, that relationship might be irreparable, but it doesn't seem that way at all. 
Yeah. I mean, that would be a shame for Utah. And, like, yeah, I know that uh, Rudy was irresponsible, especially the way he was touching all those mics. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, that was a different world. We didn't all know what this was at that time. And... And, you know, someone was going to be the first, someone was going to get COVID and the league was going to shut down anyway. So yeah, for their sake, I hope I mean, they reconcile. Yeah. And it is unfortunate for him that he got, he did his bit in like a very public way, but I think realistically, probably so many of these guys were yeah doing some sort of version of a COVID bit. Yeah. We have, I've seen many failed COVID bits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I was just about to make a very insensitive, tasteless yeah. <laughs> joke, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna hold back on that. Okay, yeah. maybe later in the hour. I don't think so. Okay, okay, <laughs> must have been a good one. If anything, it brought attention to the moment. It was like, mm. like, yeah, showed the immediacy. So, like, yeah, I, probably not the easiest way to go about it, but like, he he made it, and everyone then turned turned out to be safe from that group i guess so. yeah for sure i mean not everybody countrywide and not uh michael porter jr he uh seems to be oh thinking God. that coronavirus is some sort of hoax and <laughs> no he doesn't no i think it's he thinks it's like a real thing but it's like there's some population control aspect to it like it's a conspiracy theory right. it's yeah it's weird yeah <laughs> he's i don't know no yeah Whatever. It's tough when conspiracy theorists have a platform. Yeah, that's yeah. new. I mean, they they all just joined my Zoom like two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw Kyrie come in for just a second. Yeah. But then he jumped right back out. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie. I, you know, the Nets are playing right now. I I I I think they were losing to Orlando. I wonder if um if Kyrie's watching at home. I bet he's not. I don't think no, he I bet he's not. Yeah. Like the guy drives me nuts. He seems like a terrible guy to play with. And he's obviously like saying stupid things with the flat earth and all this stuff. Yeah. But then he goes and, you know, donates a million and a half dollars to WNBA. Like he does these awesome things. But then I'm like, man, I can't just hate you. Why, yeah. why can't you just be like a complete uh, asshole, Kyrie? Yeah. Can't so, you just, yeah, be always hateable so we, so we know what to yeah. do with you? Yeah, I um, I, I kind of wrote him off after his wanting to leave an NBA championship contender and playing with LeBron James. So I thought that was such a small move. He's really the Kanye West of the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> and then with uh, he did it again in Boston. I mean, Boston was good, and they had that nice playoff run without him, which I'm sure he wasn't happy about. And But still, you would think you would be better than Kemba Walker, and they'd be right as a contender once yeah. again this year. Same thing with Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn has a fine team without Kyrie, and now he's back and they're losing to Orlando of all teams. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, and they had a good coach and Kenny Atkinson, and it seems like he's yeah. the guy who drove him out of town. Yeah. Well, wasn't some of that about like DeAndre Jordan too? Like KD and Kyrie wanted him to start. Yeah. And Kenny Atkinson's like, no, like, let's play our best players. Right. And that apparently got him fired. 
Yeah. <laughs> because just Jared Allen is clearly better than DeAndre Jordan. And oh, it's like absolutely. now yeah, now he is. That dude is great. Yeah. He is a great player. Like he's way above average in the NBA. Jared Allen. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I love I love his game. I love that he doesn't back down. I love that he doesn't have a lot of pride. He's not afraid to get dunked on. <laughs> There's nothing, you know, I don't know. You know, Jalen Rose talks a lot of smack about how he never got dunked on in the NBA. And it's like, well, that's because you weren't playing defense, man. <laughs> that's why you didn't win a championship. Right. I can see Jared Allen being uh, an integral piece on a championship team. Maybe not a Brooklyn, but um, yeah, he's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, it's only to Brooklyn's detriment if uh, KD and Kyrie are making these kind of decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah, yeah. are, Micah, are you a Brooklyn fan? Is that your team? Um, honestly, I think I'm a LeBron James fan. Okay. I've really been into um, and know pretty much every player on every team that he's ever been on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been a fan from him since he came into the league and when he was in high school and I, I, I just really like the guy and uh, watching him like, so I would say I'm a bigger LeBron James fan. And so now I'm a bigger Los Angeles Lakers fan. Mm. Uh, And it was uh, even though he didn't, he missed a lot of shots. It was pretty clear to me who the alpha dog is in the NBA in that game last night about how he like, uh, Leonard is not a slouch, mm-hmm. but he obviously is not a beast compared to the monster that LeBron James is. He just, to me, he just like he can when he turns it on, he just turns it on, and there's nothing that you can do. Whereas, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard's a great player, but I don't think he has that switch. I think he's just straight up Tim Duncan consistency. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets? We can do that. Yeah, I think we're done talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yeah, there's no reason to. Yeah. Yeah. The pot, I mean, the possible, they could possibly even miss the playoffs. Um, they could. And Karis Levert is uh, just fine. I like Karis Levert. <laughs> yeah. Which in the been the best. So, uh, yeah, in terms of like, by the way, right now, just yeah. just a quick update. It's the third quarter, at the end of the third quarter, and the Brooklyn Nets are losing by 29 points. Oh, wow. Oh to the Orlando Magic. So we can stop talking about that. <laughs> and officially at 4.22 p.m., we, we will no longer talk about the Nets. Um, Grant, you are also a Lakers fan, correct? Correct, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what, what started that? Because you're from New Jersey. Yeah, so I didn't, like, follow NBA a ton, um, but my dad got me into the Lakers. And so it was, like, hard to keep up with it because it was West Coast time difference, obviously. But, like, around the time, like, of Kobe and Shaq, it was, like, I was, like, I don't know, maybe less, less than 10 years old. So I was like, that was kind of like when I was like first learning about it and getting really into it and kind of following that, but like always more like uh, passively because I like couldn't like watch their games consistently, but I kept, I started like 
then trying to play basketball and got more interested in it generally and then kind of like have developed like kind of that other half of it where it's like I like the Lakers roots and don't feel like super like hometown connection to them but like I'm love all like I have an appreciation more for individual players or like um just like subsets of groups on teams that I like enjoy watching so like LeBron definitely is somebody I've been like following uh I, I guess since like I remember seeing one like SI I guess like mm-hmm. he's in high school so like the fact that he's on the Lakers is super cool like uh, I guess that's like a double thing that works um, out if you like the Lakers yeah I guess I'm having fun so <laughs> <laughs> just yep um but I would agree uh about LeBron in the end like the last play like where he like misses the shot, but then like all, I was like, oh, that didn't go in. But I knew he kind of had the winner. But all of a sudden, he's just like floating, getting like a quick rebound, and then like reacting, and it's just like that to me even sums him up even more. Like because like I don't feel like he has like a tough. Maybe maybe he does have like a lot of like just big shots, but like the fact that he missed it, got the rebound, and then like scored, I, I just felt like uh, was like true to him. Maybe like whereas Jordan would have just like hit the shot and it would just like walked away. Like I don't know. So, mm-hmm. it, it, to me, it looked like the kind of shot that a person makes when they're playing street ball and they're playing for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, oh, he got his own rebound. Exactly. He's like, I cannot lose this $50. I, I have got to buy groceries. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it looked it looked like the shot of a man who desperately needed to make that shot. And, yeah. um, and I, I think he feels that way. And he's obviously motivated. Yeah. I, I mean, I think his last year in Cleveland, in a way, was the most indicative of just how he could impose his will on the rest of the NBA and brought a team that was not that good to the finals. Uh, John, what kind of fan are you? Um, I'm, I'm more of like any more like the story. Yeah. Like I'm a nominally a Rockets fan, but I kind of hate watching isolation ball. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like I was really into um, like when LeBron was trying to bring a championship to Cleveland, I was definitely pulling for him. Yeah, um, I'm probably pulling for him this year to get one in LA because I think it'd be cool. But I also, I don't know, I like the small markets. It would be cool if Giannis wins one um, for the Bucks, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of a, a whore, I guess. Like I'll yeah. I'll, I'll root for. You know, kind of. So I'll always have a rooting interest, re- regardless of how far it goes. Unless it's like, even if it's down to just like the Celtics and somebody, I'll root against the Celtics. Yeah. Well, that but, we could agree on. Yeah. Hey, I, I've got a. Uh, I'm, I'm a. I'm a little bit of a Celtics fan, so that's exciting. Um, I, if Giannis wins the championship with the Bucks this year, could that potentially turn Milwaukee into? a San Antonio type situation where they're successful for a really long time. No. Why do you say no? I think the San Antonio situation is such a, it was such a perfect storm. Like it wasn't one player. It was, you know, that one awesome player getting hurt the perfect year. So they draft the second awesome player Mm. and then they take advantage of some inefficiencies in the market to get, you know, foreign players before everyone was paying attention. And yeah, I think that, I think that all starts at the top. And I don't know that Milwaukee has 
that sort of like front office ownership position. I mean, I love their coach. Yeah. Their I, coach, was, I mean, I mean I was, he got run out of Atlanta after winning 60 games. I mean, I, I don't know. He's great. Uh, and I was going to say, I mean, if it does start at the top, I don't, I don't know much about their front office, but certainly coaching wise, um, I mean, Bud's is an amazing coach. Many, he, came, I mean, he orig- initially came out of San Antonio. He uh, and a lot of coaches under him, uh, their current coach of the Grizzlies, and I think Kenny Atkinson worked for Bud's as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I can see coaching wise it becoming that kind of situation. Yeah, but a coach, the coach isn't enough. I mean, yeah. it's really got the ownership and the GMs making yeah. smart long term decisions. I also think they really fucked up letting Malcolm Brogdon go, who yeah. could have been that sort of Ginobili or Tony Parker piece to, I guess Giannis is the uh, comparison for Tim Duncan in that say, case. Like the fact, like, cause they're a good team, but like they're relying on contribution from like Pat Connington <laughs> when like those could be Malcolm Brogdon minutes and it just would be like a real juggernaut. Yeah. As opposed to just like a very good team. Yeah, losing don't underestimate my you know, Pat. Uh, whatever Con- his name is, <laughs> Pat <laughs> Connaughton. Dunk contest. Connaughton is that right? Pat Connaughton. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pat Connaughton. Yeah. He he um he puts in some good minutes. Yeah, he does. Um, Malcolm Brogdon was the rookie of the year, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That year that like nobody was a rookie. Right. But then as like. You know, he's now almost like really proved himself in an Indiana uh, mm-hmm. having another great season. And, you know, wow. defensively, he's great. I think the move that may end up screwing Milwaukee is the Bledsoe contract. And Bledsoe is nice, but another uh, three years past this one to a big contract when the cap might be going down. Um, right. I mean, that's going to prevent Milwaukee unless they're able to move him from signing another big name free agent, which may, if they don't win the next two years, Jan, that's when Giannis may decide he wants out. Right. And Bledsoe was terrible in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Like for him to have any trade value whatsoever, he's got to like have a good like playoffs this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, I mean, to, they could trade him like attaching a bunch of like first round picks. Yeah. But then you're just making the, you know, kicking the problem down the road and making it worse down yeah. there. That's- if, though I would say Milwaukee should do that if that is the only route to keeping Giannis. Cause they should do whatever it takes to keep Giannis, obviously. Um, so, okay. Let's talk about Milwaukee then. It, Cause we talked about the Lakers uh, the number one seed in the West, who now their magic number is one. So with one more win or one more Clippers loss, they're going to clinch the number one seed. And I think they're going to just take it easy till the, uh, till the playoffs. Uh, Milwaukee, similar situation. We'll see them tonight against Boston. Uh, do you think Do you think they're coming out of the East? Uh, Grant, what do you think? I mean, you'd think that, like, I, I, I don't know enough to, but to see, like, how well they're doing right now feels like that's got to be a major advantage. But, like, although a home court is kind of just symbolic at this point. Too. Yeah. So, like, if that's a big factor for them, that's over with. And it, I guess, I guess my only, like, 
thing I would guess besides them just being the best and running the table would be like kind of a team built for a great regular season, but like two through six are all just like fighting each other and getting better the whole time and kind of more built for like a playoff takedown. So that'd be my kind of what happened last year. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's not right, but like, yeah, what happened to coach bud in Atlanta? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Wait, who did who did Milwaukee lose to last year? Was it the Celtics? Uh, Raptors. Rap- Raptors. They lost to the Raptors. Okay. Uh, oh, in the Eastern Finals. It was after the Phillies. After, after being up 2-0. Oh, yes, yes. Right. Wow. Uh, yeah, when Kyle Lowry all of a sudden became the new playoff call it Kyle Lowry. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, are, first of all, are you at all a Milwaukee fan? Because you used to live there as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I guess... I like follow the team, I guess, like the second most after the Kings. Mm-hmm. Really the only like, I grew up in Madison. And so like once a year, my dad and I would drive to Milwaukee to watch the Kings play there. Uh. <laughs> um, but like not super vested in their success, I guess, yeah. beyond like, oh, it, I think a lot of my friends would be happy. Yeah. Do, do you think uh, Do you think they're coming out of the East? Or if not, who do you think is? I feel like they're they've got to still be the favorites. I mean, they've got definitely the best player, and that makes a huge difference. And they have a pieces that complement him well. And a, like I think all the things that led to them having success in the regular season doesn't yeah. seem like there should be a reason they wouldn't translate. I think the Raptors to me seem like the one team that maybe could do it because. They've been like injured all season, so they've really benefited from this time off to get healthy. They know how to win in the playoffs. These guys have been playing together for a while. Like, if there is a team that could surprise the Bucks, that would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, them being the number two seed is just amazing. Nick Nurse is without a doubt the coach of the year. Yeah, uh, John, who do you see coming out of the East? Um, the numbers say. The Bucks, just because yeah. they're so overwhelming. And they aren't like, I don't think they're the same sort of, I mean, I made the reference earlier to Bud's teams in Atlanta, but they're not the same paper tiger that those teams, those teams were. Um, I think, I think it's probably going to be them, but man, I like the Raptors. Um, yeah. I like, I like Nick Nurse. Um, Iowa's own Nick Nurse. Got to give him a shout mm-hmm. out. And and yeah, I think it's theirs until someone takes it from them. Um, and so I, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm leaning Milwaukee. Yeah. But I think the, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Raptors did it. Yeah. Uh, Micah, who do you got coming out of the East? Uh, the Bucks. But if Philadelphia can make it to the conference finals, I think that they will provide an interesting challenge for the Bucks. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I just, there's, there's not many teams that have an answer for Giannis, but I think that Philadelphia has size and, Mm. um, they could pose a problem for him. So I don't think, I don't think Toronto has that, you know, Mark Gasol. (laughs) Is that, um, but that, that's my question. Like, how do you, do, is it like you just let him do his thing and then shut down everybody else? Or is it like, just try and like, well, last year they walled off the lane. Yeah. And, 
and that strategy worked. <clears throat> yeah. I think that strategy will probably work again. And Philly can definitely do that. Um, I guess it'll come down to his perimeter then. <laughs> yeah, look yeah. out. That's, uh, that's going to be... Yeah, I mean, that's his no, weakness. Yeah. I think that's that's his weakness. Yeah, mm-hmm. and interesting that Philly... Because, uh, yes, I think Embiid is the center who could clog up the lane there uh, of all the centers in the East. Um, but Philly's going with that sort of small-ish ball lineup there. Well, at least they've relegated Horford to the bench. Yeah. Which is uh, unfortunate for them. Yeah. Unfortunately, because I like Al Horford talking about a bud guy. Uh, uh, but yeah, they're going to bring kind of go with Embiid at the five uh, and Simmons at the four nominally, even though I think he's going to be the ball handler. And then they'll have Josh Richardson, Shake Milton, mm-hmm. and um, Tobias Harris. Uh, well, I'm interested to see it. And as far as the East goes, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks. Even though I kind of want to see somebody else, I got to take the Bucks. I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to see Giannis versus LeBron in yeah. the finals. I think that would be must-see TV. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Bucks for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that too, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So would Adam Silver. So would yeah. Adam Silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the fun series is going to be you're going to have an opening four or five series that could be uh, Philly versus Miami. That's mm-hmm. a fun one. I, yeah. Or Philly could stay home at six and play Boston. And that would be good too. Mm, that's true. Uh, any news on Oladipo? I don't, is Oladipo playing? I, I mean, he wasn't, and then he was, yes. and now I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't Sabonis out? Sabonis is out. Yeah. Yeah. See, without Sabonis, I don't think they're going to make a. Indiana's not going to do anything. No. Did you guys watch the? uh, Did you Did you watch any of the scrimmage games? A little bit. I was so hungry for basketball that I watched a lot of them, and it was interesting to watch the uh, the um, peripheral process with everybody with the masks and. To me, it's funny because if you're all in the bubble and you've been tested, the masks seem to be a little bit ceremonial mm-hmm. or, um, you know, setting a good example for okay. fans that are that are watching. Um, and the, the crowd noises and the faces that they seem to have settled on is I really enjoyed the scrimmage feeling like it felt like summer league to me, which I'm just I guess I'm just like comfortable with an empty gym just hearing sneakers and people yelling at each other that um like that felt authentic to me i was still like uh like an nba game already snacks of inauthenticity you know they try to like keep it pretty pretty uniform across you know all 32 home arenas and um the the faces are huge too in the uh, in the crowd um they're like I, you know I, I like i like the black lives matter logo i like that they they put the home team they 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 plaster the home team colors everywhere but like i can do without the fake people the fake people is what makes me feel like we're like 
you know, yeah. like the, the robots are definitely winning, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. In, in a way, it's like, it's supposed to make it seem like it's more of like a game that you're used to, but it it's more serves as a reminder of how weird and different yeah. this all is. It's weird. I like seeing the yeah. other players there, like the, the players who aren't part of that game. I think totally. it's important to see them there and watch their reactions and... And that's that summer. That's that summer league feel too. Like it feels yeah, like an yeah. AAU tournament or something. It's just like the best players in the world who like obviously enjoy watching each other play. What a great opportunity to scout first of all, but second of all to like network and and interact with the other teams and the other players. And I don't know how much of that is going on behind the scenes. If they're all like in different on different floors of hotels or in different hotels all together and is the east kept away from the west i should probably should have researched this before <laughs> uh, uh, do you guys have any idea about like how the bubble works and where people are kept at disney world and i think there are multiple hotels there are multiple uh, hotels and yeah. i would assume teams are all in the same hotel like one team is all in the same hotel but i think they're allowed to interact and play cards with each other and I would think because of like the protocols of the bubble, which have worked fantastically, like they could do that where they go to the games and watch. And uh, it would be funny to see MB talking trash yeah. during a Portland game. Something. Like you could, you could yeah. actually make a, a really um, like here. I feel like as LeBron James genius as well, because um, he's the sort of, uh, elder statesman and the ambassador between teams. And he's, he's traveled around the NBA. He's been around for a long time. He's great at networking. You could, you could conceivably as a player, not in the game, make a significant impact socially on the game that's being played at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) it's it's to me it's good gamesmanship it's good strategy and you're never going to have an opportunity like this again yeah where you could just like walk into the game and be very well heard by all the players yeah and you know that when lebron james walks into a game everybody goes lebron james is here and that changes the internal life of each and every player that's on the court and on the bench um and the same thing too if you are tremendous at talking trash say russell westbrook is just watching a game he can he can be heard by lots of lots of the players that are playing that makes that makes a difference and he can he can politic in the middle of games i wonder if the nba has frowned upon that or if you know if there's an understanding between the players and the player association I don't know, but to me, it would it would seem like you'd really want to uh, politic pretty hard at this point because there, you know, as as Grant said, there's really no home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I think it would just be almost like self policing amongst the players themselves, mm-hmm. and if if it's considered not cool, then I don't know. That may not stop Russell Westbrook anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Westbrook. Uh, I mean, one of the more interesting teams to me is Houston. Um, and even though they do a lot of iso ball, I, I just, I love that they're always trying to push the limits and they're always on the frontier. And I, I want to see what this small ball Robert Covington at center looks like for like an extended period of time. 
Um, and and I think that, how tall is Robert Covington? Six seven? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's PJ great. Tucker is six seven. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think they're all like six seven. They're all six seven. <laughs> all five of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously Harden and Russ are not. Uh, I I think. So of all the non-LA teams, I, I I would take Houston over Utah, OKC. Even though I like OKC over Dallas and over the eventual eight seed, um, uh, Houston would me be my pick to, uh, uh to if the, a non-LA team came out of the West, I would say Houston. Uh, anybody you else? Have, what's that? No love for Denver. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot them, but no, no love for Denver. <laughs> I mean, the numbers really like Dallas, too. Yeah. Like, if you look at the analytics, they like their record is way below what they should have been. Like, they're a scary lower seed for whoever winds up getting them. Yeah, for sure. You want to be, I mean, the Lakers are going to be the number one seed, but yeah, you want to be that number one seed in, instead of the number two. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a scary matchup, Mavericks. I mean, but also equally Trailblazers right there is like mm. be devastating too. Like, like those images of Damon Lillard. Like, I don't want to be mm. on the wrong end of like him, like just stealing a series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another team that got healthier too. Yeah, a lot healthier. Yeah, Noikich. Yeah, Damon yeah, uh, yeah, Lillard. I was expecting. I was expecting Jokic to be skinny, and he's not. <laughs> like they, everybody talked a lot of smack about like Melo being in great shape and stuff. Like yeah. everybody just looks the same to me. I, I don't know. It didn't it doesn't seem like people are in great shape. Um, speaking of that, I, do you guys think that um, as the as we get deeper into the playoffs, that um, players who have had COVID-19 do you think that that will play into conditioning at all and like because I have I have friends who are got COVID-19 who are in great shape um, in early March and they're still suffering side effects from it do you think that players like Russ and uh, Harden will or Gobert and uh, and uh, Mitchell do you, do you think that they will? Do you think do you think that we'll see the repercussions of that? Wait, did Harden have it? Is that official? I don't think that's official. Uh, okay, Russ did. Russ definitely did, yeah. and Gobert and Mitchell. I wonder if it might go the other way though, Micah, because if they had it, then they can't get it, and then miss you know a whole series or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. But if no one's getting it, like if the bubble stays intact, then it does come down to the people who had it. And yeah, I think they're going to be compromised. At least some of them. Hmm. Sure. Wait, did you guys hear about Lou Williams? Oh yeah. Oh, the strip club thing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to transition. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, well, we got to talk about the Clippers. Uh, so, so Lou Williams, um, for those aliens watching at home, uh, those dancing aliens, <laughs> So he he had to give he, me your penis. Friends yeah. <laughs> <Ended> anonymous. <laughs> he let, he had to leave the bubble for a funeral, I believe, of some friend, and then he went to dinner at uh, Magic City, which is a strip club, 
and photos of the event surfaced and that's how they said oh well we got to investigate what you did and then they rightfully quarantined him for 10 days so magic city a great atlanta institution is it yeah Yeah. have you have you been i can't remember if i've been or not but (laughs) magic magic city (laughs) magic city has well, and you know, Atlanta is known for its uh, strip clubs and a strip club cu- culture, but Magic City has been around forever. I first learned about them when I was like an underage child in Outcast lyrics. So, yeah, yeah um, a lot of <laughs> what's that? They're, they're in a lot of hip hop songs, Magic City. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and, and apparently it's a great place to eat too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually I, I'm used to the food at food being a joke at strip clubs. It's like, oh, I just go for the buffet, or you know, I read Playboy for the articles. Um, but apparently, they have the best hot wings. I mean, that's what <laughs> they Lou do. Said. Yeah, Magic City is known for its hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lou Will says it's his favorite restaurant, and other and then other <laughs> NBA players commented, "Yeah, don't sleep on the food at Magic City." He says he wasn't even there for a lap dance. It doesn't matter. You don't want to be indoor dining when you're out of the bubble and then come back in. That's that's the part. I mean, an outdoor lap dance would have been fine. It's the indoorness. <laughs> and um, man, because it, it, it sounds like I mean he hasn't tested positive, so everything's fine. But something like that, like I hope this is a lesson because that could have been what brought down the whole season. <laughs> if it just got the whole Clippers infected and they got someone, another team infected in a scrimmage. I mean, I look, guess, what's, look what's happening in baseball. It's just a yeah, mess. It, it does seem like the vast majority of the uh, NBA players have bought in. I, yeah, they're absolutely. Like, this, is, this is legitimately, I'm going to make this sacrifice, and this is legitimately how I'm going to earn my bread this year. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to mess this up and mess this up for my brothers. Yeah. And yeah, and great kudos to them and kudos to the NBA. Like they really researched, you know, what to actually do and how to set up the protocols. And that's why they've had zero positive tests since they started, since Michael Beasley, I guess. Honestly, I've said this before on this podcast, but Adam Silver is the leader that we need in this time. Yeah. He is a tremendous leader. He's a thinker. He's, he's a man of the people. He understands people and he understands science. Mm-hmm. That's and, good in a leader. And he's making really considerate, considered decisions. And this is not easy. I mean, right. we can barely do it for ourselves. And he's having to do it for an entire multi-billion trillion dollar industry dare i say no no not trillion not yet are you sure yes positive okay. yeah, dark money man there's more <laughs> yeah, so yeah i mean if you look at all the teams and add their values together you're not getting to a trillion dollars <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but doesn't dozens of billions of dollars are dozens of billions. that's not that's not chump money no no and it has to be collaborative. I think that's I think that's the key is he he recognized like the NBA also is just different than the NFL. Like the NFL is very top down and everybody's fungible. And we've talked about this on the podcast. Like, but the NBA is driven by stars, and he gets the stars on board, and then they get everyone else on board. Yeah, and that's it's a great system. 
did a great job. It is. It's also the the union leadership in Chris Paul on down is also very considerate and they do what they certainly look out for themselves, but not at the detriment of the entire um, industry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is it's it, that, that to me is pretty uh, remarkable. Right. Cause they, I mean, they would earn bigger contracts if it wasn't for the union. Right. Making a, well, do they recognize that their money's also not in their con? Like, if you're a superstar, your money's not in your contract. Right. It's in, um, you know, unless you're Tim Duncan, who is <laughs> sold not five marketable in any way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, your your money's in advertising, your money's in marketing, your money's in your own production company, um, your money's in your investments, and uh, they're doing it right. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Uh, and, and they get, yeah, they get buy-in from the players. I do wonder, who do you think if, if five years from now, say LeBron and Chris Paul have retired, um, like who's the next player who's going to be like the spokesman for the players? I think Steph, Mm. I think he'll last a a while. Like he's far enough, like below those guys age wise and way up there. Yeah. You know, um, he would be one for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steph's a good one. I'd say Vince Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's probably, probably still be playing in five or Vince six. Carter <laughs> should be a player coach. He should he should just go for it. Someone should uh, just do. It. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Giannis. I think, uh, especially as an international player, yeah. I think I think he's got an interesting. He would have an interesting perspective, and I think he's got the respect of the league. Um, yeah. I, you know, I want to say. I want to say people like Clay and um, and Kawhi, but they're so they're not vocal leaders that yeah. I think I think that they're quite good at what they do, but you know I do think Steph for sure. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. Uh, not Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Luca maybe though. Luca is so young right yeah. now; it's hard to tell. But like he's. Also. He seems to have good balance in his life. <laughs> yeah, and everyone recognizes his game. Uh, uh, too, sure. I think could be that as well, like both the star level, but then like, I mean, I just remember at the beginning of the uh, beginning of COVID, he like just tweeted out that he was going to like help before anybody knew uh, economic wise, he was going to help with salaries from people who work at the arena. And like, even just that instinct to like get on top of it, like feels like, that kind of side of it too like the players and stuff yeah, yeah i'm totally with that man I, that that guy he is man did you see that pass no i didn't actually i want to see oh man it's so good like the the behind the back pass to lonzo ball mm. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, <laughs> that dude is dirty man he is good yeah yeah he had a he had a nice alley oop last night from Lonzo as well. For sure, I like seeing those guys together. I mean, uh, you know, obviously not they're not going to do that much this year, but I, I really think that they could make some severe pushes from New Orleans through yeah. the next few years. Yeah, and then you know, once they figure out how to work Ingr- like Zion and Ingram together, it's just going to be yeah. explosive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
though? Like, why? I was like confusing me with like why Zion was limited so much, but I guess it could have been injury related. Or... Yeah, I think it's just they're being extra cautious. Uh, he was away from the bubble for a week or so, uh, so he didn't get he hadn't played in any of the scrimmage games. So this was kind of his warm up. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah. And the NBA sure would like Zion to make that that playoffs. That's true. They really <laughs> set it up almost with obviously that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was funny to hear John Morant like saying it's unfair, uh-huh. right? Because he's basically just he's a guy enjoying a delicious piece of buttered bread and then complaining about how it got buttered. Right? It's like it's like Alyssa Milano over here. It's I mean that's how it works. It's how the NBA is unfair. Like the NBA is driven by star power, and that's that's it. Yeah, I think he. I think he will be. He just needs to. He needs to keep working. But oh, I think he will be. He's a, he's amazing. He's not. A, he's not a household name, but he could. He could be. Yeah, honest, he? I, I do, would love it. I, I would totally love it. I root for him. I li- I like him too. I, I I feel for him a little bit in that like he is like now especially that the voting is finished. He's the rookie of the year, no question, <laughs> and he will be. But like. Even after everything he's done, people are still like, oh, I don't know if Zion plays a great week, maybe he'll be the rookie. Of the year. Yeah. But like, good for him. If that if that keeps the chip on his shoulder, yeah, then awesome. Mm. Like, I yeah. I love it. I I root for the guy. I would love Memphis to, you know, return to the grit and grind glory days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, glory days of Memphis. When was yeah, that? glory days of Zebo and Marcus All. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, they may have had a Western Conference Finals appearance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They upset the Spurs one year, I think, as the eight seed. They they had the they had the Warriors on the ropes that first Warriors title run. Oh yeah, yeah. They were up two one on the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Zebo punched Stephen Adams in the face. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't get the thing about Stephen Adams. I think he's like a tremendous player and a tremendous. He seems like a great guy. Yeah. But he keeps getting kicked in the balls and punched in the <laughs> face. And what's going on, man? I, I, I yeah, I think it's uh, one. He's a big target, but um, I, I guess it's just the way he plays. Like he's. You know he won't. I don't know if he throws elbows or anything, but like he's he'll get in there uh, where a lot of players don't. And I think it's maybe an Australian thing. I know he's no, New he's Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, he's New, New Zealand. Zealand. But like I think Bogut had the same problem, like constantly pissing people off. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bogut maybe was definitely dirty though. Bogut yeah. was no question a dirty player. I don't know how dirty Stephen Adams is. I think he's. I mean, he sets hard screens for sure. Yeah. But... Isn't Ben Simmons Australian? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's kicking him in the crotch. What's going on? <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> oh, he's playing power not... forward now, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Oof. Welcome uh, to the main, Ben. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Stephen Adams is just so much bigger than everybody, but it seems like he makes a discerning effort to not hurt people because he recognizes how big he is. Like, I've seen him on more than 10 occasions, like foul somebody hard and then catch them so that they don't mm-hmm. crash to the ground. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I like the guy. I like him too. Uh, I, I, and I, I get the feeling his teammates really like him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But who, so who's most likely to kick Steven Adams in the balls this playoffs? 
I mean, Chris Paul. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good Chris, question. Chris yeah. Paul's the ball hitter, right? He's the recidivist when it comes mm. to the jewels. It's true. And he the recidivist when it comes to the jewels. Uh, well, then, do you think he's gonna he's gonna hit his own teammate in the ball? Yeah, that's right. He's, he's gonna play the most yeah. games with Stephen Adams. So okay, just keep right? you on the numbers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very if true. anyone would pick their own teammate in the balls, it's Chris Paul. Like, that's true. That is true. true. If if someone was dogging it on defense, yeah. <laughs> uh, I if if uh, if OKC plays the Lakers in the second round, I could definitely see J.R. Smith and Stephen Adams in the balls. I mean, he's going to yeah, make the most is... of his time back. It's true. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. he's. I can't believe he came back. <laughs> it's I can't believe uh I, I guess like LeBron must respect him, right? Because he's like yeah. always on his teams. <laughs> yeah. J.R. Smith, I think, is probably a great teammate to have. True. Yeah. Um, I mean he he is uh that dude has been a baller for a long time. Do you remember when he was young in the league? Man, he used to get up. Denver, right? Oh boy, yeah, Denver, uh, New York. Yeah, he was mean, he was great. The last, I mean, the last good Knicks season when they were had fifty two wins or whatever. The, <coughs> Jr. was a big part of it. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. All right. So, uh, any other picks for out of the West besides the LA? Actually, let's go around. Give it. Give us your finals prediction. Um. Oops. It's tough. I I mean, it's hard not to kind of go chalk, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Clippers and Bucks. Uh, Grant, who you got? I'm gonna go. I think I, I don't know. I feel convinced on that Sixers nice. underdog, so I'm gonna go Lakers Sixers. <laughs> oh. Glad I could do that to you. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's. I don't know if that. I, I, I could see that in the first round, round too. Uh, um, Micah, who you got? I got uh, Phoenix, Washington. <laughs> right. The nine <laughs> seeds. Yeah, I mean, um, I want Lakers, Bucks. I'm gonna bet on Clippers Bucks. Yeah, I think the depth—that's what the Clippers got—and those Magic City wings. Uh, that's got to be his. That's got to be Lou Sweet Lou's new nickname, right? Yeah, <laughs> Magic City wings. I, I don't know. If, I heard this. I heard this. I don't know if it was a joke or if it was, uh, or if it's a true <clears throat> thing that there are. There's a, so- a wing sauce at Magic City named after him, like the Sweet Lou sauce. Oh, oh my god! How I much do you have to spend to get that, yeah. man? <laughs> it, it, at least six dollars, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus, who's your finals pick? Yeah, I just, I really feel like it's gonna be Clippers box. Mm-hmm. Like as much as you can, like kind of like argue for pets for other teams that just feels like what it's going to be yeah 
And John, this will be if if a, if an LA team wins, it will be the first time a uh, a leader of an NBA team has won with three different franchises. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can you say that he was the? You, I guess you can't say that Kawhi was the leader of the Spurs, even though he was Finals MVP. Right. So it, he was not. It, he wasn't. He, Tim Duncan was the heart of that team. Yeah. Yeah. And no. Kawhi was kind of new to the scene, but it could be like, as your point goes, it, if, uh, if LeBron or Kawhi wins the MVP, it would be the third yeah. finals MVP with a third different team, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, John, who you got in the finals? God, I would, I think the West is honestly, I think it's so wide open because someone's going to get hot, but I just, I go back to 2018, that game one, against the Warriors from mm. Cleveland where LeBron just dominated. Yeah. And if it hadn't been for J.R. Smith, like kind of losing his mind at the last, they would have <sighs> won that game. They weren't going to win the series, but like just the total control he can take for a short period of time. And I think this sprint, I they're, granted they're one injury away from calling Mario Chalmers <laughs> I, and that's <laughs> the situation you want to be in. But I, I got to, I, I'm just going to go with the, I'm going with the Lakers coming out of the West. I think they're yes. going to do it. I think Dion Waiters was a great pickup for them. No, that guy's uh, guy's a bullet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. especially like if he, if he stays in his lane and is just shooting. Yeah. That's and LeBron, I think can make him stay in his lane. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the idea. Uh, and yeah, and not, not just not make him stay in his lane. I think he can convince him and have him buy into what LeBron thinks his lane is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and who you got in the East? Is it Bucks? Um, I think I'm going to go back. I can't go straight chalk, so I'm going to yeah. go with the Raptors. Nice. The, so I'll say Lakers Raptors. Yeah. Well, it should be a fun. Uh, it should be a fun playoffs. Uh, anybody? Let's let's do a round of plugs. Grants, anything to plug? Um, oh, uh, we're doing a motherboard show on August 11th at eight o'clock Tuesday. I think it's gonna be improv, maybe some sketch. Uh, still figuring it out, but that's gonna be on Zoom and uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Micah. I've been doing a, a game show every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch called Art Smackdown. It's uh, it's twitch.tv slash Art Smackdown, and it's uh, it's basically nailed it, but with really dumb art challenges. Nice. So the, there's also an opportunity, like if you play along at home and you win, you'll be on next week's stream. Oh, cool. So if anybody ever dreamed of being on a game show. There's a way in. It's anything's possible in quarantine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Marcus. Um, yeah, I'm still uh, doing Armory Comedy shows, so you can find out more about those on thearmorycomedy.com. Mm-hmm. And John? Uh, no shows to plug, but as always, you know, plugging general common sense yep. and safety for everybody. And yeah. Safety. Safety, plug it in. Uh, I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Bumble. You can subscribe uh, to Larry No Sports on any podcast device or application. May all your dreams be hoop dreams, and may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Mm-hmm.